the first definition of a mother is to bring up a child with care and affection. We mother at home, in the classroom, as therapists, as case managers, and mentors. I'm Christian, a mother of three at home, a mother of the teen girls that I mentor, and a mother of the hundreds of students I've had in my 10 years of teaching. Passing the Crown podcast was created for the mother in you. Join me here bi-weekly as we tackle topics that will help us help build the next generation of strong, amazing young women. Hey, mommies. Thank y'all so much for joining me today at Passing the Crown. I'm excited to be able to pass my crown of knowledge to you beautiful ladies so that you can pass your crown of knowledge to your daughters and the young ladies that you work with. I'm excited that we are all teaming up to just do some different stuff and make better moves. Thank you so much for showing up for yourself today. Thank you so much for showing up for your young ladies today. We all need you and we all thank you for being there and for doing your best, okay? Hey. Today, sisters, I want to talk about who am I slash what am I allowing to influence my daughter? Sometimes we know what's influencing her and then sometimes we don't know. Quote this, bringing up a child with love and care means helping them to decipher things that they are going to see in this world. You are in charge of putting positive influences in front of her and helping to attack the negative influences that will come her way. How I learned this? For my students, I have seen countless of times, and I know so many of my educator friends can say this, okay? There is a good kid in the class. Well, I truly believe that all of my kids are good kids. There is a well-behaved kid in class. And then a bad-behaved kid might come in and the good-behaved kid starts tripping. They tripping, right? So I had a situation where there was a girl in my class, okay, And she would always get her work done. She was very quiet. If I talked to her, she would talk to me. You know, she would answer questions in class, but she was quiet natured. Like she just didn't talk to everybody, but she would participate in class. Time passed. We got a new student. This new student was very attitude-y, very way more mature than her peers and student A. Student B was very more um, attitude and just more mature, grown-like, if that helps you paint a picture. <laughs> okay, so I started to notice through time that student A, my good-behaved student, and student B, my becoming bad-behaved student, they start clicking up, y'all. And, of course... My good behaved student started falling off 
because now she was seeing influences from a bad behaved student. So my bad behaved student, student B, she started coming to class late. Now student A started coming to class late, walking in with student B. Student A also became very chatty. I constantly had to say, ma'am, I've never heard you talk so much. I mean, I'm happy that you're having a friend and I'm happy that you're talking, but remember that my work is important. I constantly found myself reminding her to get her work done and to stay focused and to stay on task. When before that, it wasn't like that at all. Student B was a negative influence to student A because they became friends. Student A enjoyed student B and she started seeing, hmm, I kind of like this edginess maybe. Maybe I like this. In my own house, I saw something very similar. My son went away for a summer trip and he spent time with another family. And of course, in that other family, you know, they do their own thing, okay? The kids act how they act. The parents act how they act. My son came back about a month later from spending time with this other family and his attitude changed. It appeared that the parents at the other house, they were common in letting their children, mm, I'll say get their way for a lack of better words. They were allowing their children to get their way, do whatever they wanted to do. So my son spent 30 days with them, right? Comes back to my house thinking, okay, that he could do whatever he want to do. Because for 30 days, he was out here with those people, you know, and that's what they was doing. I learned from several instances that children, especially our teens, our preteens, they are going to be influenced by their environment. On top of being influenced by my environment, I now have social media. Yay. I'm seeing all kind of stuff on social media that, yes, can influence me positively, but can also influence me quite negatively and make me start doing some bad things and thinking some bad things. So as we are raising up our young ladies, it is very, very, very important for us mamas to make sure that we are paying attention to what and who are knowingly and unknowingly influencing our daughters. What I learned, what I learned was six things. One, don't ignore the negative influences that you know they see. Don't pretend like they don't exist. Talk about them and give them insight on why it is inappropriate. Example, I was in the car, my son was scrolling on TikTok, and I heard something. I could have very well said, get off of that, why you on that? Right, I could have went off, but I didn't. I explained to him, like, I know you like scrolling, you know, on TikTok. I like some of the videos that you watch, but if I hear you 
or see you watching and listening to stuff like that that you know is inappropriate and it's inappropriate because they're talking about sex and you're only 11. So if you know that it's inappropriate and that it should not be for your ears, then son, I need to trust you enough to scroll right on by. When you get older, you are going to have plenty of time to fully learn, know, and do some stuff, son. Do not try to grow up way too fast. Please enjoy being a kid right now. Just because other people might be doing it or looking at it or talking about it, it don't mean that you need to. And I know that it can look appeasing. It can sound funny and sound good because you want to be in the know. But make sure you stand out. Make sure you stand above the rest. That was a quick little chat. I didn't ignore the negative. I explained to him what about it was negative. And then I told him a more appropriate way to, you know, bypass that. Thing number one I learned, don't ignore the negative influences. Talk about them. Two, give practical examples on how to properly handle situations or act accordingly. When my kids and my girls, I'm, I'm saying kids, I'm talking about my kids at home and my kids at school that I have grown to love. When I am correcting them and telling them how something is inappropriate or showing them how something is negatively influencing them, I make sure I give them good examples on what it should look like. Example, there's a girl in my school who's very loud. She will walk down the hallway and just, I mean, be extremely loud, okay? So there are other girls, of course, that they just kind of, you know, they pay attention to each other. They are influenced by each other. So time passed, and I noticed that this one girl that was, I'll call her girl one and girl two, okay? Girl one is always loud, always. Girl two is girl one's friend, but she's not loud like her. But one day in the hallway, girl two was competing with girl one for loudness. Okay. How did I handle that? I went up to girl two or I addressed girl one and girl two. And I let them know, y'all, we do not have to be that loud walking down the hallway. That does not look, nor does it sound good for people to hear you before they see you. I looked at girl two and I said, and it sounded like you were trying to tell her something and you started yelling louder than her so that you could be heard over her. But maybe let her finish what she was saying and then you can in a calm voice say, okay, but listen to this, girl one. Notice how one, I didn't ignore the negative influence. I addressed the negative influence. And then two, I gave her a practical example of how to handle this situation. Thing three, pay attention to her friends and the company that she keeps. Sometimes when you need a little help, it can start a search. And you're going to go searching for all of these great gems that are going to teach you what you need to know so that you can be the best at what you're trying to do. Well, sisters, your search, it ends here. We have created the girl guide. 
the facilitator's manual to working with teen girls. Click the link in the show notes to get your copy of The Girl Guide. Trust me, you're going to love it. You'll read about topics from dealing with compassion fatigue, dealing with difficult students, and even have activities on how to build confidence in girls. My friends, stop what you're doing now, go to the show notes, and download your copy of The Girl Guide, the facilitator's manual for working with teen girls. I know you'll enjoy. Encourage her to invite her friends over, invite her friends to go hang out so that you can get to know her friends and you can see their interactions. Be open and comfortable with letting your daughter have a variety of different friends and encourage her to have them over so that you can pour into your daughter and her friends. This is also allowing you to monitor the people that are in her circle. Thing four, monitor social media reality TV intake. Because just like I have to pay attention who her friends are and who she's associating with, I have to pay attention to what she's seeing on social media and on TV. Monitor the intake. Let her know, I'm not punishing you by telling you to get off of social media. I just want you to spend a few minutes doing something else. I'm not punishing you by telling you that you can't watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I'm just saying, I don't think that's appropriate for a girl at your age. I don't want you looking at women and talking about how your body looks like theirs. I don't want you looking at women and already talking about cheating in boys. You're going to have so much time for that to consume you. But right now, I just want you to take some time and focus on something a little bit more positive. It's not a punishment. I just want to fill you with positive things. I know I've been saying a lot, so I'm going to go back real quick. So thing one was do not ignore the negative influences. Make sure you talk about them. Address what's inappropriate. Two, give practical examples of how to properly handle bad influenced situations. Three, Pay attention to her friends and her circle. Encourage her to invite her friends to spend time with you and her. Four, monitor social media reality TV intake. It's okay to set them up with boundaries. Thing five, show her good positive things. Make sure that you are putting things like encouraging podcasts that uplift and talk about self-confidence. You listen to that around the house and in the car, and she's automatically going to be listening. Play positive music that uplifts. Watch how she begins to listen and take in that stuff. She's probably even going to start liking some of the positive songs that you play. My niece and I ride to school and home together, and she has added so many of my uplifting songs to her library. I hear her singing them now. 
You could give her things like good books to read, a good article to read, have positive pictures and quotes around your space and her space. It is my job to fill her with positive influences. That leads me to thing six, show her through you. Show her positive influences through you. And thing six blends in with thing five because I am showing her positive podcasts, positive music, positive books, positive pictures and quotes. I'm showing her those positive outsourced things. But then six, I'm also showing her me. I'm allowing her to see that, okay, there are some things that influence me too. And I'm going to decide what positive I'm going to accept and what negatives I'm going to slide to the side. I show her through my actions. When she's around and people are trying to influence me to do negative or bad things, I show her by politely and respectfully denying those bad things. I also show her me influencing other people to do positive stuff. Thing number seven, if you, mamas, if you find someone close to you is negatively influencing your daughters, it is perfectly fine to have a one-on-one respectful talk with them and just let them know you are showing my daughter this And I don't think that's appropriate for her to know or see those things right now. So if you could please just keep her away from that. And at the right time, she'll learn it. And at the right time, she'll pick it up. There are respectful ways you can ask adults and other bad influences on your daughter's life to please stop and please back it up. And don't bring that around your child. Do you feel me? Okay, sisters, I'm going to repeat my list one more time of ways we can help our daughters process the things that may try to influence their lives. Thing one, I'm not going to ignore negative influences. I'm going to talk to her about it. Thing two, I'm going to give her practical examples on how she can be a better influence. Three, pay attention to her friends and the company that she keeps. This will help you be able to talk with her about certain things. Four, monitor her social media and reality TV intake. Maybe set up a schedule. Five, strategically place positive things around her. Podcasts, music, books, pictures, quotes. Think six, show her good positive things. And make sure that you are her positive influence. Thing seven, talk to people that may not be influencing your daughter the appropriate way. And ask them for their help in raising your strong, positively influenced daughter. Please join with me in prayer, sisters. Dear Lord, I praise your name. Dear Lord, I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart 
Because as I was growing up, oh God, you continued to protect me from negative influences that did not need to stay around me. And Lord God, I'm coming to you right now asking that you protect our daughters, protect their minds, protect their bodies, protect their lives, oh God. Thank you for keeping harm away from them. Thank you for giving them strong minds, oh God. Thank you, God. Hey God, we need you. Thank you for giving us the strength and the courage to give them what they need to help them be positive influences into this world, oh God. Give us the right words to say, the right strategies, oh God, the right activities, oh God. When we are working with our daughters and our young women, Lord, we want to show them how to, yes, God, give me the words. We want to show them how to redirect negative influences that might come their way. Thank you for giving us the appropriate ways to do that, oh God. The seven strategies, the seven tips that we got on today, thank you for showing us how to take those tips and how to use those in our personal situation, oh God. Thank you for being in our personal situations, oh God. Thank you for strengthening us to not give up and to continue to do our best. Thank you for continuing to pour in us, to love on us, to hold on to us, oh God, so that we continue to be strong, courageous, brave, hardworking, and diligent, oh God, as we are getting your work done. Dear Lord, we love you. Dear Lord, we thank you and we magnify you and we need you. Thank you for hearing us and thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you. Amen. Okay, sisters, that is the end of this episode where we talked about paying attention to who and what are unknowingly and knowingly influencing our daughters. Take these seven tips and run with them, okay? You got this, mama. We need you. Thank you for being here and thank you for showing up. See you.